0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Take the Leap, where we're learning about tools to take the risk of reconnecting with our best self. It's your girl of course, Southern Shay, and I'm excited to be your guided mindset mentor on this journey of transformation and discovery every Monday and Wednesday of the week. Of course, I'm on my own path, but you know, I like to work with people daily to question the answers in this system of things that we like to call, what, the matrix. Today is such an exciting topic to explore and it's something that really we deal with every day. I think I talk to people the most about building confidence and how to stop doubting themselves, right? There's all this outside noise that you're internalizing, right? And you're trying to figure out, is this me? Is this them? Is this true? Do I think it's true, right? And it can just lead to this downward spiral or domino effect of things happening and sometimes bring us to a stalemate, to a point of not being able to move forward. Well, guess what? On today's podcast, we are gonna nip that shit in the bud, okay? Because not everyone was born with something built inside of them, right? This sense of self-confidence. And what I want everyone to know is that this can be cultivated, okay? Build a bitch, okay? This can be cultivated. So sometimes it's hard to develop confidence, either because personal experience has caused you to lose confidence or because you suffer from some type of low self-esteem. Now, I know that I'm just speaking to people across the globe, right? But shout out to my peoples in Ghana. Hey, shout out to my Southern Bells, to my Southern Cowboys, gentlemen's, okay, but the thing that's important, if you've ever heard Cat Williams talk about that in his earlier, I want to say it was in the Pimp Chronicles series, okay? When he looked like a little uh, leprechaun, he had that cool little press that was flipped up at the end, and then he had on like a little suede green situation. Okay, pimping, 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 pimping. And so, um, I mean, that's just what he was explaining, like how does somebody get down because it's literally the esteem of yourself, right? So how does that get affected? How does it even get low if you're starting with 100%? Well, the reason that happens, I mentioned it earlier, we internalize all that outward noise and we start taking ownership of those words and, and allowing that to be part of our presentation, okay? And being confident is the opposite of low self-esteem, right? You want to know um, if you're a confident person, you're going to start considering, well, even if this is unpopular, if what they're doing and what they believe, is it right? Is it right? And if it's not right, I don't support it. I stand on my own. Um, I like to say that a lot too when people talk about loyalty. I think loyalty is a scary thing. So I always tell people I am loyal to myself and my values and I'm consistent with others, right? So just because... um We're we're hanging out or we're in a relationship. If what you're doing is wrong, I do not support that because I'm loyal to my values and it may cause some friction, right? But I'm going to stay true to who I am and what I believe in. Can those things change? Of course they can change. And I think that's where some people just get a little bit titillated. You know, you get their panties in a bunch because it's like, oh, well, last year, 10 years ago as if people can't change and grow. Baby, that's what we're doing here. So if you're not here for the change and the growth, you might wanna get onto another uh, podcast, okay? But we're only gonna take 20 minutes or so of your time, so hang in there with us, see what we're talking about. And again, let's talk about some confidence, right? Because if you're a confident person, you're also willing to take risks, right? If you're going against the grain and you're not going with the popular opinion, oh baby, you about to take some risks, okay? Um, Confident people are also able to admit wrongs and take accountability, right? And actually learn from their mistakes. Imagine that, being open to lifelong learning and knowing that you don't know everything, okay? And that you're not everybody and you haven't met everybody, right? So people say, oh, I've seen everything. You really haven't, because you haven't met everyone. You've seen a lot of similar things, right? So we can make those type of assumptions and we will. Confident people are able to accept a compliment. Oh, I have to admit this is where I was bad myself. I was so angry and it had a lot to do with um, sexual abuse and things of that sort at an early age. And so I just took it as if someone's giving me a compliment, then it meant that they were going to violate me and violate my space. And to prevent that from happening, I need to fight them back. So if you talked about my body, you know, men, they're so visual. Okay although I think women can be very aggressive when it comes to attraction, but with men um, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. If a man does not compliment a woman, and I'm always speaking from a cis uh, cis woman because we're living in this world, so cisgendered woman, I'm always speaking from that point of view because that's the life I live. So there's no intent to exclude anyone or anything of that sort, but I know this experience, I know of the other experiences, so I don't speak from that place because I don't have any experience from it, but when you're talking about women, it's like, if you're not giving me compliments, it's like, girl was farming him, he must be gay, he must like, you know, he must not be attracted to the opposite sex, he must be attracted to the same sex, but then, if you compliment a woman, then you're sexually harassing her, so what is a man to do these days, honey? That's why everybody is freaking single. But also, a confident person is optimistic. So maybe the boo thing that you're looking for is not in your face right now, but you know the right person is out there. And let me tell you, I know the right person is out there too. Now, I sit here single, solo, dolo when I tell you this, but I've met too many men and women who are saying the same thing. I do not know why they're not meeting up in the same spaces and places, okay, so that they can actually hook up and live a life together and start families like they would desire. But I meet too many of them. So I know that these people exist in the world. And they're optimistic about if it's going to happen for me, it's going to happen for me. I'm not going to try to force that situation, right. But um, with the self doubt, when it's creeping in, Like I said before, many times it comes from this negative childhood experience. It can come from there, right? Not feeling validated and supported by the people that you grew up with in your household, uh, people that you attended school with, people that you may have had early work experiences with or with your boss, right? You may have received constant criticism, um, bullying, and even being berated or humiliated. Sometimes even with parents, right? We can have a way of parenting or more so disciplining a child, and we can humiliate or embarrass them to a point where they're not even able to express themselves in an authentic way at all, right? They feel very low. So we can beat that confidence out of someone. Now, I'm going to give this um, experience, and before I do, I just want to say I do not condone violence that is um, unnecessary. What do I mean by that? I'm sorry, but I do believe if someone is harming you that you have um, every right to defend yourself, right? So if they enter your personal space and causing you harm, putting you in danger, then you should try to defend yourself. And so that's what I mean by, you know, unless it's necessary. Otherwise though, keep your hands to yourself, men and women, it does not matter who's stronger, but we'll get into that argument at a different time, okay? But I mean, as you grow, that negative feedback from the bullying, from the humiliation, from um, traumatic childhood experiences, it becomes a part of your inner dialogue, right? Um, and then we like to say dialogue, but you're just talking to yourself. So really, it's a monologue. It's just you. It's just you. You saying out loud what other people are saying, and then you validating it and internalizing that and saying, well, I must be, because everyone keeps saying it, Um The example of, like, just changing someone's thought process. Um, My little one, she was about two years old, and she was outside playing with um, our neighbor's daughter, right? I go inside to go get some snacks and everything like that, and something occurs to where my daughter slaps the little girl from next door. So her mom comes over to our door knocking on there and she wants to fight with me. So I'm like, well, first I need to know what happened. She's like, well, your daughter slapped my daughter. So I turned to my two year old. I'm like, why did you slap her? And she's like, because she called me ugly. And I'm like, you cannot slap her for calling you ugly. Like you can call her a name back. All right, look here, (laughs) this was years ago. (laughs) This daughter is now, that was 18 years ago. Okay. And so um, that's what I told her. You could call names back, but like you can't hit people. The, the punishment doesn't match the crime, right? And from that day forward, my daughter never fought back. She never spoke up for herself. Because of the respect that she had for my authority, she just took it as, I shouldn't do that again. My mom is displeased and she's definitely uh, a people pleaser she's still a recovering people pleaser and so um, she ended up being bullied in middle school throughout some parts of high school and we ended up um, taking her out of full-time you know attendance at school and we did more like a hybrid program so she did um, a hybrid between homeschooling and then going to the actual school site she would go there like a couple of days a week or whatever And actually her esteem started to increase her self-esteem she got a boost in it she told me before when she hated school she was letting me know that she really started to enjoy school and she actually started doing better her grades did well like I always thought that she was a math science type of gal but she wasn't performing as much and she asked me to go to this specific school it was a specialty school and they specialized in math and science Um, And so it surprised me when she wasn't doing as well and she was so unhappy there. So I'm glad that we made that move because that was the internal environment that was giving her feedback and she was starting to internalize that feedback and really put that in her um, everyday conversation to herself, right? Um, Start to believe that, okay, well, I'm not good enough. It's just not true if a flower is withering what do you do with it you just keep it there in the same environment no you try to figure out what's going on either you try to put it closer to the sunlight you try to figure out if you're watering it too much or it doesn't have enough water or you you put it in a different pot maybe it's outgrowing that pot and so now it's not growing very well but never do we just leave it there to die we change the environment and so Sometimes it's a question of how can we change our environment, or if we can, right? If we can. And if we can't change our environment, it becomes very crucial for us to change our mindset, okay? That's why I like the mindset mentor, baby, because everything starts with what you're putting in and then what's coming out. And sometimes what's been put in we no longer resonate with those things. We no longer resonate. If you've been listening to any of the other episodes, we talked about getting through those generational curses, that trauma that comes, right? And we pass that down by the way that we interact and deal with each other. And so there comes a point when that inner work is a way that you can say, hey, I don't have to be a part of this cycle. I can stop this shit right here, right? So let's talk about building the confidence, right? We know that that noise coming from the outside. We know if we let it in, what can happen. But if we're already there, is there anything that can be done to rebuild our self-confidence? And I'm glad to tell you today that yes, there is. There's a number of things you can do to build your confidence, okay? Some of them are really small things, okay, that can change your frame of mind. And then others you definitely have to work on for a little bit longer and make them familiar habits, okay? So one, you know, I always like to talk about five things because we only have a little bit of time together. So I need to give you some meat so you can go and get the sides and make a whole meal, baby. So one, um, we talk about, look at what you've already achieved, right? It's really easy to lose your confidence if you think that you haven't achieved anything good in your life. You haven't met any of your goals, right? The problem is we're always looking at the very big picture instead of breaking it down like, I did step one already, I've done step two, I'm on my way to step three, right? There's levels to this shit, right? And so sometimes you can get discouraged by that. But start making a list of the things that you're proud of in your life, even the smallest things. And I wanna caveat and take a moment to say if you are dealing with any type of depression, anxiety, any of those things, because sometimes that can just stagnate everything, right? You're just kind of stuck for the day. So even if you had a chance to get up and clean two dishes, that's more than you would have chosen to do before. And that is a win, baby. That is a win and you need to write that down, okay? So even if it's about like getting a, a good grade on your test or you know, getting one of those smiley faces, if somebody gave you a compliment on something, right? you want to keep the list close with you and then add to it whenever you do something. So don't just make a list and leave it. That's why I always suggest journaling. You don't need to get out here and get anything fancy. Okay, where I live, they have these stores and they're like the dollar store or whatever, although it's not really a dollar. It's a dollar twenty-five. But there are cheaper ways that you can do that. Um, if you have scratch paper at your house, you know, you could turn that into a journal as well. So if you just wanna test it out, that's a good way to do it without spending any type of money or just a little bit of money. You don't need to get anything fancy. Um, If you wanna upgrade to that, go ahead, do it. It's your world boo boo, but it's not required, okay? Um, Yeah, keep it close to you, add to it as well. Don't just leave it there. Let it be a working list all the time. It's a living list is what I like to call it, right? It's always evolving. So when you're in low confidence, you could pull that sucker right out and use it to remind yourself of all the awesome shit you've done already okay sometimes it just feels like things are not moving forward and we forget all the groundwork that we've already done so this is a way to remember that groundwork and boost your confidence number two we've been told that bragging on yourself is conceited arrogant and it makes you an asshole Well, you know what I say to those people? Poor you, because every day you're sitting here suppressing the things that are good about yourself. You should not feel ashamed of that. You should not feel ashamed of who you are. You should be proud of that, and that includes not like noticing things that you're good at exploring things so that you can find things that you're good at okay because everyone has strengths and talents it doesn't make you conceited because you know what yours are and because you market them or because you publicize them right it can be something that you do for work it could be something that you do for the family it could be crafts it could be um, singing dancing. it could be anything but there's nothing wrong with telling people about them now If you're trying to overshadow people because of your talents and your strengths, then that's when you really become an asshole, in my opinion, (laughs) in my opinion, okay? So recognizing what you're good at and trying to build on those things, it's going to help you build your confidence and you're going to be able to take ownership of those abilities, right? So let's say you're a novice at something, you're going to want to keep honing that craft. It keeps you in that life learning mode, all right? I, I want to I put something here. I saw an illustration too, or no, I think I probably was on social media. And um, they did these two things, uh, two pictures, right? So they had some, uh, uh, I'm going to say, I think they were black American. I'm not even sure. They had some dark skin folk, okay? Darker skin folk, a group of darker skin folk in the room. And they drew a line down the middle of the room. And they asked them this one question. Who's proud to be? A darker skinned individual right and everyone went on the side of like the options were yes no and sure the line down the middle was unsure everyone in the room shifted towards yes okay they did the exact same thing with a group of brighter lighter people right some sometimes we like to say white caucasian whatever but they were not the darker skinned individuals right did the same thing draw the line down the middle of the room the line is unsure on one side is yes and the other is no they asked them that same question who's proud to be white and those people stood on that line for a minute no one made an immediate decision they kind of had to think about it. And some of them were afraid. They put like one foot over in the yes, no. And then they step back to unsure. Like they're just not sure if they should say. And a couple of people moved over to the no. In what universe are we making people ashamed to be themselves, right? The sins of our forefathers are not on those people today. We have a bad habit of making people responsible for things that they are not involved in. And that's how trauma comes about as well, right? Whatever grandma did and fucked you, whatever grandma did and messed you up, right? Caused you to be in this space, has nothing to do with me. Yet, I'm on the receiving end of it, right? And that's kind of what's happening today, especially with our race relations. It's funny because to me, race relations are just a distraction. But we're not going to get into that. That's not what this is about today, right? So um, think of the things that you're good at and don't be afraid to share them with others. Don't be afraid to engross yourself in those things and then um, hone your craft, okay? Number three, set some goals. And when we're setting goals, I'm not just saying, oh, I want to be rich because a lot of people want that. But how many people actually realize that goal? like in what way what can you do what type of value are you able to create that's going to bring you riches cuz that's really the the goal yes you can want money but if you don't have anything of value to other individuals you're never going to get that money let's just keep it real so what are you doing what are you doing that's creating value for the people a lot of people think that right but i have had the opportunity to meet um, my share of millionaires, thanks to VIP Ignite, shout out to them. Um, I have had my opportunity to do that and thinking, oh, these people are just in their own world, but they're not, they're literally sitting here making ideas of how um, they can make things easier, more convenient, more accessible. And because of that, they are creating value. People want that, there's a demand for it, right? And they're the ones filling that demand. So it's not as sinister as I always thought it was, but again, we all want we all want the good life, but do we have the heart of service to our collective? Because that's exactly some of those residual things that happen. It's not every millionaire that I've had the opportunity to speak to have never said, you know, Um, it was about the money there's something that they wanted to do and that thing that it created value and brought money so I found that very interesting but it's very common throughout the conversations I've had the opportunity to have okay so you want to set some goals you want them to be measurable if you've not heard of the SMART method we'll have to dedicate some conversation to that As a matter of fact, that'll probably be a topic for um, this episode in the group, setting SMART goals, because you want them to be measurable, you want them to be specific, you want them to be attainable, right? You want to be able to track them, right? So we'll definitely be talking about that. So set some goals, set out the steps you need to um, achieve those goals as well. So those action steps that need to happen to realize the goal. They don't have to be anything big. They could be um, things like biking or... Like if, if, if you can't bike for more than a mile, that's an exercise goal as well, right? So it's something fun you can do and it's something that you can do to move your body and um, present some lifelong health goals there, right? Uh, baking a cake, maybe getting together with friends because these days we think life is so busy, so busy that we don't have time for anything else but being distracted. So just scheduling a night out with friends or family, um, Just aim for some small achievements that you can check off of your list or whatever. And when you are getting things done, that helps build your confidence too. Because you're like, wow, I completed that. I did that. It was a goal I set. And boop. It's that same um, endorphin release, that same dopamine release that you're getting when you like and you look at your social media and you're like, oh my God, I got a thousand views. It's that same thing when you're checking those achievements off of your list, okay? So that's number three. Number four, talk yourself up. It goes right there with number two. If you don't know what you're good at, you can't talk yourself up, right? You're never going to feel confident if you have negative commentary running through your mind telling you that you're no good, all right? Think about yourself talking, how you might be affecting your self-confidence, all right? Treat yourself like you would anyone else. Again, if you heard the other part, you're going to hear these common themes throughout the conversation. And then again, while we're going through these episodes, what is it doing? It's training that muscle, your subconscious muscle, right? It's, it's unlearning and relearning, right? And we're doing that consistently. So you'll see the themes throughout every topic that we talk about, all right? But talk yourself up, okay? So um, think about your self talk, how it's affecting you, okay? And then treat yourself like you would anyone else. Like I said, we tend to be a martyr. I have to sacrifice my feelings, my resources, myself in order to save another. You better be if you've never been on a plane before, there's um Before you take off, they give you this like little safety demonstration just in case something happens, right? And they have um, oxygen that is supposed to deploy, these oxygen masks that are supposed to deploy um, from the top of like your, uh, what do they call it? It's above you, above your seat, okay? So once it pops out, and the one thing that they tell you is this. If the person next to you or if you are traveling with a child and they need help putting their mask on, first apply your mask first apply your mask okay so that you can be breathing long enough and get enough oxygen so that you can move around and help this individual through all that's going on because if we're in that type of emergency then it's probably not a calm situation okay so you're going to need that oxygen so treat yourself the same way that you would treat a friend or your family member and you need to cheer yourself on remember that People are not always gonna be cheering for you, so you gotta be ready for that task too, okay? Sometimes it's just like that. Don't you worry about it. Um, and the fifth thing is get a hobby. Get yourself something to do, sweetheart, okay? Try to find something that you're really passionate about. Um, I don't know, if you like taking pictures, you like seeing beautiful things, right? You can get into photography. Um, if you like sports, are you able to like predict the next move? Do you know the plays? Could you be a commentator, right? Um, crocheting, and I don't mean your hair, okay, (laughs) crocheting blankets, sweaters, those things are like going out of style and sewing. I've seen a couple of people on social media, but I mean, there's a lot of things. Doing things with your hands is going out of style because there's such a technical era right now. So just doing things with your hand is going out of style. Do you have that talent? And don't be afraid to show people. Um, I know some people who make like wood signs that say welcome and this person's family and things like that and they'll specialize it. And some people say, oh, I can make that myself. Yeah, but I don't want to make it. And so I'm definitely glad that that person has the talent to do that. And so I appreciate the love and and the artistry that they put in that because that's their labor right so I'm willing to pay for that labor of love and I want to show it off to everybody of course I could have made it but it's it's just not something that I want to do and here I am having the opportunity to invest in someone and their talents and again like I said show off their label of love right so when you finally found out what your passion is commit yourself um to giving it more time like i said to increasing the levels of it like what other things could you get into Uh, one of my relatives is into photography and then one of the things that um she found was real estate photography right and i was just thinking i didn't even think of that but apparently it's a whole niche a niche right like this whole little area specification that you could get into so little things like that um Chances are that if you're interested or passionate about a certain activity, you're more likely to be motivated, right? And you'll build your skills quickly because you just wanna like, have you ever had a movie and you didn't want anyone talking to you or a book and you're like, I'm gonna read this book and I'm not gonna put it down until I'm finished. Um, What do they call it? Binge watching or binge reading, same thing. You're gonna be so interested in that when the work that has to be put in, it doesn't even feel like work to you, okay? Doesn't even feel like work to you. So let's go over those five things one more time before we get out of here. One more time. It's look at what you already achieved, right? So don't forget to make a list and keep it um, a living list. Something that you can add to. Don't forget to go back and reflect on it. Um, remember things that you're good at. If you don't know what it is, explore different things. Set some goals. Make sure that they're achievable, right? And that we break those things down. Make sure that you're checking those things off. As you achieve them so not just the big picture but the action steps that lead up to that big picture um we also want to do talking yourself up right so know what you're good at and don't be afraid to share that with others and don't be afraid for my entrepreneurs out there because i know there's some out there some creatives um, independent contractors don't be afraid to put a price on your work know your value okay And then last but not least, get a hobby, get something to do, learn something new, take a new course or class, listen to um, new music, find out something different about a culture that's not yours. Learning is great and it definitely shapes what we know, right? And what we know affects what we do and how we move and how we interact with individuals. So I highly encourage that. All right, you guys, it's time for me to get out of here again. Um, Until I can see you next time. So we're going to hand the reins over to you. Let you continue to dive deep. Follow us over to Messenger, WhatsApp to continue the conversation with myself and other leapers. Don't forget about the group. If you cannot find it, send a message to us and we'll help you get there. I'd love to hear about um, all the things that you're doing, um, how confident you are. If you want to drop a selfie, go ahead and do that. Don't be ashamed. We want to get to know each other, right? All right, all right, all right. When you're reaching out on Messenger, you can reach me at Shea Toaston, S-H-E-A-T-O-S-T-O-N, okay? Or go ahead and click that QR code for the uh, WhatsApp number for us. Thank you for taking the leap with us today. Um, Again, shout out to Ghana for having me and being so warm and accepting to the podcast. And um, I really appreciate it. We will definitely join us next time for another stepping stone to connect and reconnect with self and access the knowledge that we are born with to navigate this journey of self-actualization. See you at the crossroads. Same time, same station.